You're listening to I Said What I Said, a sports podcast bringing you opinions not heard anywhere else. We cover everything in the world of football, basketball, and gambling. Now, stepping up to the mic, your hosts, Brad Wakai and Tyson Gentry. Welcome to I Said What I Said, a sports podcast giving you opinions not heard anywhere else. I'm your host, Brad Wakai, alongside my co-host, Tyson Gentry. Tyson, football playoff edition. We're previewing it. It's finally here. It's like a long road through the regular season. You get upset when it ends, but like, oh, that's right. It's playoff football. People are playing harder. That means more. I can't wait. Yeah, it kind of makes you forget about the last 18 weeks <laughs> to a certain extent. Because at the end of the uh, Super Bowl run, we're going to be talking about uh, the Bengals or whoever, uh, right, in that Joe Burrow year and not talking about all the up-and-coming teams. And then, you know, it happens again and again. But, I mean, we this shook out exactly how everyone expected. I'm just kidding. Oh. This, this playoffs is nuts. This is gonna it was nuts. I know. And nor- so normally, if you haven't listened, it's your first time listening to us, we do a recap of – each week. And so we didn't do that in week 18. We just wanted to dive straight into the playoffs here because that's really what everybody cares about. We'll talk about those loser teams who missed the playoffs in the future episodes here. But for this episode, Tyson and I are just previewing the AFC Super Wild Card here. And I love saying Super Wild Card because it pisses Tyson off. Um, so, so now I have to like it. It's so dumb. Super divisional round, super <laughs> conference finals, super March Madness when they go to 60. 60- no, what, yeah, 78 teams or whatever? Yeah. Yeah. So this is going to be fun. We got Browns at Texans to start us off. Now, the AFC side starts on Saturday. So Browns-Texans kick things off at 4.30 Eastern. Then Dolphins-Chiefs are the late game. That's This going to be freezing. So we'll talk, touch on that, and then we'll close with Steelers-Bills going in, not chronological, but like based on time, I guess, whatever the time order is. So <laughs> we're going to go through each one of these. We're going to give out our winner for each of the game too. see how we do. Nothing against the spread, gambling, anything like that. That's going to be in our super wild card weekend gambling episode. So that'll be coming up. So we got everything for you there. Uh, let's dive in. Browns at Texans. This is a rematch, but CJ Stroud was out in the last one. It was Case Keenum. Browns really didn't have to do that much. Amari Cooper had a huge day, and the Browns cruised to a victory. Much different now with the Texans winning the division, being at home, and the Browns, their defense hasn't quite played as well on the road. What are you looking for in this one? Well, like you mentioned, we can't, we don't uh, have anything to go off of in that first matchup, right? We're at the most important position. We got two new guys, and these two new guys are head and shoulders better than the guys uh, that were playing quarterback in that game, right? And it's funny to say that about thirty-eight-year-old Joe Flacco at this point, but that man has been balling, and I, I, I don't think you'd be crazy to th- throw down a couple bucks on Joe Flacco to lead uh, the playoffs in passing. Like that's how good this guy's been throwing the football. And then CJ Stroud just put together probably the best rookie quarterback season we've ever seen, like without hyperbole, like probably pretty close. Um, so that that's going to be fantastic. But we also get uh, D'Amico Ryans early in his career, getting this playoff experience right now with his super young group of guys. So Houston's going to be somebody to watch out for, but we spent a lot of time crapping on Kevin Stefanski as a duo over the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. And if this is what it's supposed to look like, uh, then we apologize because maybe it was, maybe it was always just a quarterback problem. Cause if this is what this offense is supposed to do, good luck. I mean, it's gone to the next level and you know, I'm looking at the table here and this is based on the entire season here from Sumer sports. 
you know, the, the Browns, I think rightfully, when you think about back to what that offense was, 28th in EPA per play, negative 0.13. Since Flacco's taken over, I, this thing has exploded, man. Like, they have options through the air. I, I mean, Elijah Moore looks like he's can he can actually play. Amari Cooper, he's going to be healthy this week. You know, he shredded up the Texans last time, and then they're still formidable on the ground. Like, this is a real offense paired with a defense that makes it difficult for anybody. Now, they give up touchdowns, they give up some explosive plays at times, but this is still, make no mistake about it, a really good defense and with something to prove here. So I, I think this is going to be an awesome game. Now, the, the thing is, Tyson, like C.J. Stroud and D'Amico Ryans, it's a great story. It's awesome. Let's not forget what happens when rookie head coaches and rookie quarterbacks get into the playoffs for the first time. Like it's, it's, uh, it, it's not a great start. I mean, eleven and eighteen straight up since nineteen ninety, four and eleven straight up over the last decade. Like that's, it's a tough sled. Like things get faster. They're throwing things at you differently. Now you could argue, well, this isn't just your average rookie. Like C.J. Stroud was ridiculous, like you said. So I'm curious to see how he looks. I'm curious to see how D'Amico handles this. It's it's a different season because Stefanski's been here before. He's won playoff games. I give the edge to the Browns off the top. Yeah, I think a lot of this game comes down to can Derek Snigley just put the seatbelt on, right? Like I'm following Jamari Cooper wherever he goes. I mean, Derek Stingley has quietly been one of probably the three best corners in the league over to end the season here and uh, on the broader spectrum of things like he's way closer to sauce Gardner than he gets talked about uh kind of in the national he doesn't have a cool nickname so that's probably part <laughs> of it but um that man has been on fire and he's going to have to absolutely they're gonna have to put the straps on they're gonna have to trust him um in these scenarios if he's not following amari right then it's gonna probably be another long day it's gonna be like obviously jim schwartz is going to watch that tape and they're going to uh do their best to counteract those things and not let that happen again it's way easier said than done. How many times do we hear the the narrative is really hard to beat a good team twice every single time two teams like this play? How many times does the team that found success with one thing find success with the same thing in the next matchup? It's just the flip side. Uh, maybe the Texans' offense is able to exploit the Browns' defense in a different way, right? But uh, they're not taking away the pass game. They, you, it's going to be darn near impossible for everybody for a decade. Yeah, and another note here, too. Denzel Ward popped up on the injury report. He's questionable with a knee injury. I think maybe he's leaning towards out there. Uh, safety Juan Thornhill for the Browns. He's dealing with the calf injury. Um, and Mike Ford, Jr., dealing with the calf injury as well. So three guys in your secondary who banged up for the Browns and not exactly how you want to come into this one. But I, for the flip side, the Texans are pretty banged up as well. Like Jerry Hughes is already going to miss this game. He's been ruled out. Will Anderson's still dealing with his high ankle sprain. Malik uh, Collins and his hip injury on the defensive tackle. Jonathan Greenard, defensive end hurt. Sheldon Rankin, shoulder injury. Like, these guys are banged up as well. And I think that's difficult. Like, if you can't speed up Flacco, if you let him sit back there and throw, it's going to be a tough sledding. And Tyson, let's not forget, did we just see what Jonathan Taylor did on the rushing game or on the ground game against this Texas defense? Hint, hint, if you're going to tune in to our gambling episode, I think think this line is way too low on Jerome Ford. Yeah, this is – this is a playoff football at its finest is what I think we're going to get from the Cleveland Browns. Now we've been wrong uh, 18 weeks in a row and this is what we're expecting <laughs> uh, from most of these teams here. So maybe we don't know what we're talking about, but it just feels like uh, they're going to be inside or they're going to be in Houston. Uh, yep. Nicer weather. They're going to be able to essentially like just maul these guys. And that's, that's how Cleveland's going to beat everybody. 
Yeah, and it's not. They're going to be in the dome. You know, it's like just you know, Flacco doesn't have to worry about it in the cold and in the past he's done well in the cold. It's going to be warm in there. Yeah, true. Maybe that's their way to do it. But Tyson, let's let's pick a winner here. Who wins the opening game of the 2024 NFL playoffs? I'm going with Cleveland. I think Cleveland wins this football game. I just think they're probably a little bit too physical for this iteration of the Texans. I'm with you. I'm with you. I got the Browns as well. Um like you said, man, I just they're physical. This defense travels. It's been the, a top two defense in the league. I'm going to go with the veteran Flacco and Kevin Stefanski, who's been here before, facing a rookie quarterback and rookie head coach. That normally does not bode well. So Tyson and I both think the Browns are going to advance in this one, which should make things interesting because we got later Dolphins at Chiefs in a game that's going to be one degree, supposedly a kick. It's going to get even colder. We know the difficulty that Tua Tungavailoa has had in the cold weather. We know the difficulty that the Miami Dolphins have had in the cold weather over the years. So when you're looking at this, is it is it safe to say that the Chiefs can get their mojo back against a banged-up Dolphins team? Or are you still not buying into that offense? Well, not buying into getting your mojo back. I, like, I don't... We're going to talk about that in the NFC playoff preview as well with the Eagles. And it's to me, I don't think, you know, you can't find mojo. How many times you want to flip the switch on in the playoffs? Like, good luck. That's going to be really tough. Although Miami is, this is the 2023 version of all those 49ers teams and all those Ravens teams. This is the snake bitten injury team uh, of this year that started off fantastic, right? They had three games with the same offensive line combination or something this year on top of Raheem Mostert's probably trending towards looking like he's not going to play uh, this week. Jalen Waddle uh, still up in the air, right? We've had Tyree kill injuries. Bradley Chubb just tears his ACL. Jalen Phillips obviously is out for the year. Um, Xavier Howard is on the what is he's on the injury report with what is what did it say knees like just both of them with the S on the end, which is pretty. I crazy. see foot. Okay, um, but he's out. Okay, maybe Javon Holland was on there with knees. Somebody was knees. Somebody Javon was Holland there. safety <laughs> knees. <laughs> So this is with both his knees, man. Like this is uh, this will be tough. We've seen this game. I think you can take some things away from the Germany matchup, but again, that was a weird game too, right? Like we're traveling mm-hmm. across the globe to <laughs> to play a football game. Weird travel schedule, all that stuff. It does feel um, kind of feels like both these teams are DOA, which is an interesting matchup to have in round one of the playoffs. Yeah, that's the problem I think with the Dolphins, right? Like they're just so banged up and. Tyson, it's kind of crazy to think about, but this is Tua's first start in the playoffs. Like, you know, Dolphins made it last year. Yeah, I mean, Dolphins made it last year. Um, That was Skylar Thompson that was making the start. Almost won that game, too. It's very true of the Bills. God, if that wasn't an omen, what was to come? I don't know what was, but I'll put it this way, too. There's four instances of this is happening where quarterbacks are making their first playoff start versus QBs who have playoff experience. C.J. Stroud and Joe Flacco, we just alluded to that one. Tua versus Patrick Mahomes, that's another. And the other one happens in the AFC as well, Mason Rudolph and Josh Allen. So I'll say this here, so we don't have to touch on it again. They're 17 and 36 straight up. Those who have the no playoff experience making their first start against those who do. So not a good record there. Uh, not a good record at all. I, I, I'm hard-pressed to think that that's going to be different in this one. The, the coldest start that Tua's had in his career is 29 degrees in 2022. This is going to be one degree. The Dolphins, as a team, different coaches, different players, just as an organization, 
in the last 20 years, they're 15 and 42 under 50 degrees and two and 19 in their last 21 under 40 degrees, eight and 19 in the last 20 years. And have lost nine straight. Like this team does not travel well. And we have sample size. They got to go to New York. They got to go to Buffalo. They got to go to New England in their division. So it's not like, oh, yeah, you know, it's a random little West Coast trip or, wow, when they traveled over the Midwest, it was pretty cold that one time. Like, no, they, they have to do this. And they routinely have not been able to get it done. So, Tyson, I, I'm looking at the Chiefs here. I think that's the only way I can look. And it just feels gross, right? Like, it feels uh, like the reward doesn't match what they've earned uh, through this point in the season, but that's the playoffs. And I said, nobody can find their mojo, but if somebody could do it, I think 15 because you're in 87, right? With Mahomes and Kelsey, if all of a sudden that thing, uh, they hit for 110 yards and find a groove, at least you're thinking about how it's going to look next week. Whereas right now it's like, well, this feels like Isaiah Pacheco is leading this offense and that's not a team that could win the Super Bowl. Yeah, and the other guys to keep an eye on here. You mentioned Javon Hall and questionable with knees. Deshaun Elliott also in the secondary with safeties out or is questionable with a calf injury. Running back Raheem Mostert, knee and ankle injuries, and Jalen Waddle ankle injury. They're all listed as questionable. I'd be surprised if they didn't play. But on the other side, the Chiefs are virtually healthy. I mean, Kadarius Tony's questionable. Is that really a loss? Justin Ross questionable with a hamstring. Is that really a loss? Like Chiefs are coming in this one feeling pretty good. I think at home in the playoffs, this is a nice little appetizer for that it get for them to get going. And Tyson, that's why I'm going to take them. I, I just think everything points to it. Like you have the historical trends. You have Patrick Mahomes at home in a playoff game. Like I, I think the Chiefs win this one. I think it's pretty comfortable. This is the first year of this kind of dynasty, if you want to call it that, or mini dynasty of the Kansas City Chiefs, where they're gettable at home. It's just Miami's not the team to get them. And so I'm, I'm taking Kansas City. One thing to note here, too, just like to kind of back our points, EPA per pass Kansas City is uh, – they're adding .4. So, like, even though Mahomes had kind of a down year, you know, .4 added EPA per play. Can't, Miami, just because they're banged up, man, they're they're th- they're uh, negative .14, but they're, they're banged up. That has not been the same secondary – since we saw early on in the season, I know Jalen Ramsey's here and all that good stuff, but this is just, they've been getting thrown on recently. So I think Mahomes, if, like you said, maybe you don't get the mojo, but if you don't win this one, I think there's big concerns for Kansas City. Um, all right, let's close out with this one. Last one of Super Wild Card Weekend in the AFC side. Bills, the preview. <laughs> you don't have any faith in Mason Rudolph here. Neither do you. Neither do you. Don't put that on me. What's the stats? What is uh I'm curious. What's a first time playoff starter uh versus a guy with experience? <laughs> 17, <laughs> 17 and 36. Uh, and one of these happens to be Mason Rudolph leading a pretty inept offense. Um dude, but Buffalo is on fire. They're able to do everything on a football field uh, better than the Pittsburgh Steelers at this point in the season. TJ's not playing? Is TJ playing? He is not playing. TJ Watt is out. Um, and so that is all you really need to know, right? Because mm. if they can't break the game and force uh, turnovers and do the Mike Tomlin special and just kind of like make things ugly and sloppy and before you know it, they've blocked a punt and they have the ball on the seven-yard line ready to take the lead at the end of a game. If that can't happen, this is going to get ugly, brother. This is like, who is bailing you out? Najee Harris? 
Like, could they, like, I'm quite, I'm serious. Like, is, are they able to dominate enough on the ground with going north to south against this Bills defense? Or is that, or do you think you're going to have to be able to throw the ball because the Bills are just going to stack the box? Well, uh, uh, 100%. Like, it's going to be eight in there every time. Uh, George Pickens and the, He's going to have to show up and play every play, right? Deontay Johnson's going to have to show up and play every play. We don't have a sample size. That uh, that is something that happens continuously. But the real thing is, like, the only way this goes sideways for Buffalo is if they do it to themselves. The good news for the Pittsburgh Steelers is we've seen the Buffalo Bills shoot themselves in the foot so many times uh, over the last three years that it's not out of the realm of possibility that it's a four-pick, two-fumble game. <laughs> Well, that's what I was going to ask you because you're you're trying to slam the book on this thing. I'm like, wait a minute, but you're also the same guy that is like, well, I don't trust the Bills. Is this a spot here though where it's like th- this Steelers team is fugazi enough where you're like, okay, even I can get behind the Bills here in the playoffs? Bro, what's the line if it was the Steelers? It's minus 10. What's the line if they were playing uh, the Jets this weekend? 12 and a half, 13 and a half? Mm, if against Heineke? Or I'm sorry, against Heineke. Against... Um, Simeon probably right two touchdowns at home like this is, it's a two touchdown game they're just this is respectful right and I'm not calling the Steelers the Jets the Steelers have put in the equity they won 10 games this is a solid yep. football team but this is also a different class it just is all right so you got the bills I in a barn the bills. like come on I, <laughs> I mean this is crazy here like of course, the Bills are going to win this football game. They're at home, too. I think they're confident. They know what they're doing. I think they're going to be able to possess the ball. No T.J. Watt. They should be able to do what they want. And I got to say, D- Diggs has been quiet. Don't be shocked here if he kind of goes off a little bit against the Steelers secondary. So, for those keeping score at home here, to close things out, we have both of We're all the same here. We're in Sympatico. We have... The Browns beating the Texans, so they would move on to face the Ravens in an AFC North matchup in the divisional round. Awesome. Chiefs beating the Dolphins to set up a showdown with the Buffalo Bills. Chiefs have to go in the Buffalo. Patrick Mahomes' first road game. You don't think that place is going to be ready for this one? Holy smokes. That's ooh, that's gonna be that's gonna be fun. So Tyson. I think if that does happen, if it's chalky, right? Like, okay, well, Browns are the favorite, so I guess you can say chalky, not by seed, though. Could you ask for a better divisional round, really? Probably not. But the flip side is it's really, really hard to get through the first round, though a super wild card weekend without some sort of upset, right? They have the <laughs> leagues in here. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Okay. Like, subscribe, and share the show. If you're watching on YouTube, smash that like button. We're going to be coming out with our NFC Super Wild Card Weekend preview, so stay tuned for that. Then, of course, don't miss our gambling picks as we'll have you covered for what we're betting. And, and each game, we'll have one bet in each game, whether it's spread, total, player props, whatever the case may be. We got you covered there. So stay tuned for that. We'll talk to you guys soon. Peace. Thanks for listening to the I Said What I Said podcast. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. While you're there, please rate and review the show so others find out about the show. We'll catch you on the next episode of I Said What I Said.